0: Okay, so to close with this thing, at the top level, if you were the board of directors and you were saying, okay, okay, Jeff, okay, we got this disease. Okay, great, great, great. What do we do? How do we start? You can start at any point in this hierarchy. You can start with the category power level, which tends to be, we need to look at our portfolio. We tend to have way too much money in aging categories, what the Boston Consulting Group taught us, cash cows, and and we we don't have enough rising stars. So that could be the problem. Or we could say, no, it's it's a company power problem, and the problem is we can never, first of all, we can kill nothing, and second of all, we can never really make any big bets. Every big bet we hedge, and after a while, we're like the person at the roulette table who puts a chip on every single square. So we win every time, you know? It's like, except we just lose money, okay? So so, so on the market focus, we can actually go after uh, markets in a directive way. It turns out it's extremely hard for large corporations to go after niche markets. But it's critical. It's critical. Because otherwise you end up coming in second or third in every primary in the, in the entire uh, uh, election and you, and, and you don't get nominated, right? You, you must win definitively in places, particularly in the, right, in the right year, in the right place. And then offer power, which w- w- I'm going to come back to that one. That's the one where we can create highly differentiated offers. I'm gonna, I, I'll say some, a lot more about that in a minute. And then organization. So, so how do we actually drive transformation initiatives uh, through the antibodies or whatever to actually get them done? There's, there are ways to organize inside a large company to create, carve out an entrepreneurial space, not just to incubate innovation, because all of them do that, but to actually go from an incubated innovation to a material business. That's when they all get killed. And, and so there's a whole, there's a whole uh, thing around execution power and organization for dealing with that. And what I'm going to talk about in the second half of this talk is offer power and, and, and how it affects innovation. But before I do, since I've been blasting pretty hard for the last 25 minutes, questions or pushback or, like, if your crap detector went off, you know, it'd be good to sort of, you know, sort of, I mean, it's, that was a pretty fast explosion, but just anything about that model that either calls you to ask? Yes, Yeah. So are there, like, sort of empirical metrics for figuring out which sectors of your company are not uh, sort of high-growth areas? So the question is, are there empirical metrics for, for which sectors of your company are high, or not high-growth efforts? Yes. The, the first one is simply to look at the, at the average growth rate of everybody in that sector. Okay, And, and basically, it's pretty straightforward. You look at what, what does it take to motivate a growth investor it's typically 15 to 20% growth or higher. Uh, Maybe 15 to 30 might be a better range. And so if it's 15 to 30 or higher, it's definitely, that's a growth. If it's single digit, it's almost always low growth. And 10 to 15 is sort of a little bit of a muddy area. But what most companies often do is they'll have a portfolio where they'll have four businesses that grow at 4% and one business that grows at 8%. And they'll call the 8% business a high growth business. It's like, no it's not, it's a taller midget. Okay? So don't, don't, I mean, come on, there's no basketball player in the room. Okay? So, 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 so that, 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 that's how you do it. So yes? How much you compare code evidence that shown that people or companies apply this principle is more successful than ones that don't? Because Apple's, you could apply 1,000 frameworks, eight. You yeah. know, it's right. more successful. That's right. You know, right? Like, <laughs> if you have what an iStore, you too will be great. Yeah. What right. statistical significance is this principle? And right. if so, out of the five types of quantum entry, which is the most powerful type um, compared to other things? So what are the things that actually definitely needs to do? So, okay, so, so, so you're talking to an English major, not a quant. So, so this is anecdotal, more qualitative more than quantitative. That's kind of why I put up though, those 20 companies that I had on that other slide, because at least those are 20 stories, not one story. But it's still, it's still qualitative. In terms of which is more powerful in general... Category trumps company, company trumps market, market trumps offer, offer trumps execution. Largely, largely that's the, the way it goes. This one is, it, offer power however can, can, is probably the lever that you're going to use if you're behind to, to move up as, as you're going to see in the next section. But I think in general you just, you have to say look, um, there's such, you, you, you remember that first slide with all the companies? That's kind of the negative proof. That's the proof that there's a common deterioration in the technology sector that appears to take two decades. And the number of companies that were successful two decades ago, I mean, aren't around anymore, okay? It takes at least two and a half days. In 1985, the leading enterprise software company was called Cullinet, Cullinane? Cullinette. No, John Cullinane Cullinet. Who knew, right? So, so, so and number one, right? Novell was number one in local area networking, right? I mean, these are not, not chunk change folks. Kodak was number one in imaging, in the whole world, okay? Not so much, okay? So that, that's, the, that's the best I can do. I mean, I, and, I, and, I, and I would love for people who are more quantitative to say, well, I'd like to apply a little more research discipline to this because Jeffrey is Irish, and the Irish are kind of famous for waving their arms, and he participates deeply in that genome. Okay. <laughs> Other, uh, yes. Yes. So you mentioned Jeff Rebus as an example of someone who is power-driven, right? But that company is also somewhat spread thin. They're in web services. They're selling books. They're in the social media business, and so on and so forth. How do you reconcile focus with, you know, spreading yourself? Too thin? Well, I mean, I think the problem with spreading yourself too thin is you have the opportunity to gain power, but you dissipating. Because you don't focus enough, you don't actually accumulate it. You actually end up dissipating it because you thrash. You go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And I mean, right now, I would argue that Cisco is struggling with that right now. They have a management system. They have a, John laid out an incredibly ambitious agenda for the decade. I think there was nothing in that agenda that was stupid. I think the company has felt, man, there was just too much on our plate. And so lots of growth categories. The, the, you, the one thing you would not criticize Cisco for is you're in low growth categories. That is not their challenge. Their challenge is can we get our arms around the categories that are most important. So you're watching them right now sort of try to pull back and achieve more focus. Because so I, think, I think at some point you do go too far. And you can't... It's, and by the way, that's a performance culture too. I mean, they, they have a very strong... It is not that you have power or performance. It's, this is the and, not the or. This is performance and power. W- one more, and then I'm going to kind of kind of go go for Yeah. Okay. Right in the middle. Yeah. All right, so um, in the beginning, you had performance culture, and you said it was a good thing, right? But it went too far. Is there a, kind of the same thing for power? If you go too far on the power spectrum, um, is there a danger there? I, I, I think there could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you can get to the point where you're where you are. Uh, you actually lose your operating income. To kind of keep yourself going, um, and and so it, because in the short term you often you sac- you can make sacrifices in performance in order to invest in power, and if you overinvest in power and all of a sudden people stop believing in that you you can't get funded you can't you can't get your next round of funding. In general, by the way, venture investing is about power, and public exchange investing is about performance. If you think about it, I mean, because in a, in a venture-backed company, there's not enough revenue to really say that performance is, is, is the game changer. Its power is the game changer in venture, and that's why I think this was an easier book for me to write, maybe than somebody else, because because every Monday, every dialogue we have is all essentially about power, and it's usually category power first, and then and then and then actually offer power becomes very very important to a to a venture company. Okay, I'm going to move on to this notion of. Now I want you to take off your CEO hat. I hope you kind of enjoyed that moment of leadership and the board of directors and whatever, and and liability. I might add, uh, some of you might look good in an orange jumpsuit. You never know. Um, <laughs> but but now now I want you to go back and say, you know what? I I, I left this I left this auditorium and and, and, and next Monday I, I took on an assignment in a, in by and large in a high tech company, and I'm a product manager or a product line manager. I now. I am now, uh, the, what is amazing about tech, by the way, is that, is that product managers, the, fundamentally the unit of wealth creation in tech all of my life has been the product. Now in, increasingly the service as a sort of invisible product. But the, the, uh, the, the product and product management is largely conducted by people in the first 10 years of employment. So all of a sudden, relatively early in a career, unlike most professions, most other industries, you actually have your hand on the tiller that changes the fate of your company. So it's an amazing privilege to work in a high-tech company because the amount of power you get short, particularly if you can get into this role of product marketing, product management. So that's the role you have now. That's the role I'm going to give you for the rest of this conversation. And your job now is you have a really cool product, but you're living in a company that makes its living through a very old and boring set of products, okay? But they make money, okay? So, 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 so you, you, th- this is your challenge, okay? So to understand the lever you have, you have some resources, and the question is, where are you going to spend them, and what are you going to get for them, okay? So, so think about having an innovation budget. Not much, but some. Well, you could spend it on differentiation, and that means... I'm going to spend it on some kind of innovation R&D and I'm going to create something unlike anybody, anything that anybody else has and that's going to cause the customer to go, wow, I want this offer, I don't want those other offers. Okay? We'll talk about that a bit more in a second. The second way you could spend your budget is, hold on, everybody else in our category now has this new feature and we don't. And people, by the way, are noticing it. So if we don't do some backfilling of this feature set, we're going to, no matter how different we are over here, they're going to go, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing car. There are no wheels on it, though. You know, I mean, you kind of need wheels, don't you? Okay, so, so, so there'll be that part. So now, so now you've got, now your budget, now you got your budgets getting pulled in two different directions. Now you've got a third idea, which is, you know, if I could figure out a way to do some productivity things, maybe I could get some more money to spend on red and blue. Okay. And so, those, basically, those are the three things you can, the three levers, the kinds of initiatives that you can, you can go. I'm going to charter a differentiation thread, a neutralization thread, or, a, or a, a productivity thread. And I'm going to kind of walk you through them. And I want, there's, a, there's a lesson at the end of this, which is, an amazingly, it seems like it's such an obvious lesson, it is almost universally not followed. The, the principle we're going to follow, which, just to give you a heads up on it, is... These three things are not mutually compatible with each other. And whenever you charter a single team in a single project stream to do two or more, you're screwing up. And I, and I would say that 99% of all the project streams I see are combinations of those three things, which is a fairly high ratio for screwing up. Okay? So, so let me, but let me kind of walk you through it. That's, that's kind of the, the place where this is gonna end. So differentiate, why do you do that? To separate from your competitive set. Pretty obvious and pretty exciting, and by the way, every engineer in the world wakes up thinking, that's what I do for a living. I'm the smartest person on the planet, and I will be able to demonstrate it, okay? Neutralize, catch up to the competition. Nobody likes to do this, okay? Nobody likes to do this. But they get that it's part of being an adult. So you say, okay, I'm an adult, I guess I have to make my bed, you know, I have to do a few things, okay. And then optimize, again, ugh, Even, even worse for an engineer, it's like, what? You know, but, 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 but the point is, there's a big return on this if I can increase, if you, for, for you as the product manager, product line manager, if you can get this done, because there's a bunch of places where you have resources reporting to you doing stupid stuff. Too much stupid stuff. And if you could actually get that initiative going, you could free up more budget to do the top two.